Hey friend, welcome to Pursuing Goals God's Way. Have you thought about finally starting that business now that your kids are older? Do you ever stay awake wondering how to mesh your passions into purposeful work? Do you have big, ambitious goals but feel overwhelmed or even unqualified to pursue them? Hey, I'm Gabe. Not too long ago, I longed for the confidence to start an online business. I just wanted to make a difference outside my home bubble using my gifts. But I kept telling myself that I wasn't good enough, I didn't know enough, and I didn't have enough time. Until I realized something huge. My kids need me to be their example, and they need to see me win. And yours do too. In this podcast, you will learn how to clarify your goals, plan with purpose, and ditch your distractions. If you're ready to make an impact and an income, all for the glory of God, then you're in the right place. As an avid runner, I believe life is one massive marathon. It's up to you to run your own race and to finish it well. So lace up those running shoes, pop in your earbuds, and let's do this thing. Hey friend, welcome back to Pursuing Goals God's Way. I'm your host, Gabe Cox, and I am so excited to be here with you today. We are going to do another little mini devotional. I have really enjoyed studying Nehemiah. And I've been working through a study from the Daily Grace Co. And I really highly recommend their studies. They have been really beneficial in my life and I have been using them alongside reading the word. And it's been a great way for me to really dive deeper and to understand more about what God is saying in his word. Now, before we get started on today's topic, because I want to talk a little bit about community, because that's been very much on my heart lately. And Nehemiah 3 talks all about community and we'll dive into it. But I wanted to share a little bit about the last episode I had mentioned that we had a lot of different things come in our way, a lot of different opposition. And one of the oppositions was against our older son. And we were just praying for redemption and praying for redemption. And I was kind of questioning everything and questioning God and asking him, why are you not here? But in the midst of it all, he was giving me words and a couple of things that I read in the devotional that really helped me through was um, one of the things was the struggle is real, but so is our God. He is stronger than the strongest enemy. He is greater than anything that may come against us. And that is so true. The struggle is real. There's going to be struggle. There's going to be challenges. Every day we're going to come across something. And so it's a matter of what we do with it. Are we going to trust that God is stronger than our greatest struggle? And then I was reminded that the enemy comes to us with his lies, but we need to be so grounded in the truth that we can resist the temptation to doubt God's goodness and faithfulness, which I really, really wanted to do when we, when we were in the midst of this struggle. But what we need to do is we need to remember that if God is for us, there is no one that can stand against us. That's Romans 8.31. And I know I talked about that a little bit last week, but I wanted to... Uh, let you in on the fact that things have been redeemed for that situation. Now we are still going through some other things, but it was really cool how it all came together because essentially one morning I just let it go. Like my, I got these words and I said, okay, God, I trust you. I know you're going to redeem it. It might not be redeemed right now. It might be in a different way on your time in your plan, but it's going to happen because you are a good God and you are for us. And so I let that go. I was able to let go of some of the anxiety that I had. I had been shaking for like three days. That's how bad it got. And I wasn't eating. And so I was able to eat again. And um, and then, you know, that evening we had a family night and we had some fun planned. We actually watched some YouTube videos from our past foreign exchange student who finally got some of them up. It's been like four years, but we had a great time watching them and they were hilarious because he's just the funniest guy. It's 
exploring Toby, if you want to go take a look. But uh, he was funny and my kids were so little and they all had their personalities that they still have now, but just in four years ago. And it was just a great time. We spent hours doing that. But as we got started, uh, we found out the situation was redeemed. And I was just thinking and meditating on that in that God is so good. And you know what? I had that peace going, you know, if it doesn't work out the way we want it to work out, things are going to be okay. But it did work out. And I'm just so grateful. And in the midst of it, I just think about our perspective. You know, I was talking to a friend just this week. She's going through uh, some very big, difficult health challenges and some family challenges. And I got to pray with her. And one of my favorite things to do is to take Psalm 91, which I call the prayer of protection, and put my name in it or put someone's name in it that I'm praying for, because it's just a reminder of uh, that God is our protector, that he is our healer and that he will come against the enemy. We do not have to do it ourselves. And so um, whenever you're in those moments, I highly encourage you to try it. It's just a really great reminder, but it puts my life in perspective too. When I'm talking to somebody and they're going through health challenges, or they just have something even bigger than what I was going through. And really this also is kind of a piece of community. Like I want to be able to slow down enough to be able to have community, to be able to see the needs around me, to be able to pray with my friends and different things like that. So I guess that brings us into Nehemiah 3 because this chapter is really all about community. It's about people from all walks of life coming together to begin building the wall. And when you first read this chapter, it seems actually really boring. I'm not going to lie. Like a genealogy of names. If you've ever read a genealogy of names, it's like, God, why are these in here? I know there's a point to it, but this is really boring. <laughs> but when you look deeper, you see so much more. First, there were no carpenters or professional wall builders on the list. Isn't that amazing? Like there was no one who was going to take the lead on that, who had the expertise. They all were just essentially number two ordinary people from every walk of life. They were ordinary people from every walk of life who came together as a community. They united together to get this thing done that they felt called to do. And then number three, God always uses people that are willing. He's not looking for experts. It's really rare for him to use experts. Like when we see that he's looking for willing hearts and God's people were willing to do what needed to be done to get this wall built. So this chapter reminds us that we too are a part of community of faith. Our pastor's also been talking lately about the importance of not just your butt in your seat at Sunday service, but more about being in community with others in the church to build unity, to help each other. Yes, there are mission fields out there that some are called to. Yes, if you're called there, go, right? You want to be obedient. But we also have a mission field here right where we're planted, in our homes, in our church, in our neighborhood, our schools, in our surrounding community, and community is important. So I just want that to be a reminder for you today to really take time to look at your community. Where can you make an impact? Even if it's like calling a friend, making a dinner for someone, writing a note for a teacher, whatever it is that you can make some small impact and help people to see that you are right there for when they need you most. Let's pray. Dear Heavenly Father, I just thank you so much for redemption. I thank you that you are such a good God, that we can trust your faithfulness, we can trust your goodness, and we can trust that things will come together in your timing, in your plan, if we just remain and we wait on you. 
Lord, I thank you for community. I thank you that you've built a body of believers that we can unite with, that we can pray with, that we can help each other out. And I pray that we will just look at the needs this week. We'll look at what is what little impact can I make uh, for your kingdom this week, just right where I am. And I thank you that you have placed us where we are in the season that we are for such a time as this. We pray that you will just fill us with wisdom and with uh, kindness and with caringness and with love to be able to do the work that you have called us to do. In Jesus' name, amen. In all things I pray, friend, you just run your race. I believe in you. Thank you so much for joining me today. I had a great time and I hope you did too. Before we go though, make sure you follow the podcast on your favorite listening platform if you haven't already. If you resonate with this episode, please consider leaving a review on iTunes or share it with a friend as this helps grow the podcast. Also, if you're not a part of Simplicity and Motherhood, consider joining us. It's a free online community built to provide support and encouragement so you can create balance and live intentionally as you go after your biggest goals, God's way. Head on over to redhotmindset.com for more resources and to find the link to join the community. In all things I pray, you just run your race. I believe in you.